Hi, this is Michael Dorn, Lieutenant Commander Worf from Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, and you're listening to Trek FM. T. Earl Grey, hot. It's time for another serving of Earl Grey, our dedicated TNG show. I'm Darren Moser, sitting in the center chair this week. Previously on Earl Grey, episode 135, Fabio's Mirror, Daniel Phillip and I wrote our own Mirror Parallel Reflection Universe episode. Let's see where our characters left off. Worf, Barkley, and Roe are trapped in a parallel universe. Worf is running mission ops from their Prime Universe shuttle, held up with a double broken leg. Roe has gone full spec ops and is crawling around the rushing tubes, disabling tractor beam control. She has just been discovered by ring-eyed Geordi. Barkley has replaced his evil counterpart and is now in the clutches of Captain Riker's enforcement robot data. And now, the conclusion. So, man, guys, this was a lot of fun, and I'm really glad that we split it into two parts because we were nowhere near the end of this story oh, last time well, under Ogre. I actually, I actually just thought I was writing the first part. <laughs> I, I'm supposed to finish this, too? Oh, man. Yeah, and my, con- my contract on was that. up, so I thought I was free of this, <laughs> but I guess not. Nope, nope. You got to write the second part. I'm sorry. You got to get yourself out of this hold. I mean, we don't know. I mean, Roe was just discovered by Jordy. What's going to happen? Data has Barkley by the scruff of his neck, and Worf, his legs are broken. It sounds like Well, I think he'll probably commit Worf, suicide then. That's pretty much <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. suicide. Okay. <laughs> Now, listing all the characters we've interacted with already. So we have, and and please, listeners, we really suggest, obviously, to get the most out of this episode, re-listen to episode 135, Fabio's Mirror. Spoilers. It will make a lot more sense as, uh, yes, well, not really spoilers for our own our own episode. So we've met, uh, we have Intendant Picard in his black skin tight uniform and luxurious locks as well the, the, and luxurious <laughs> fabio locks headband. as he and his headband as he is uh was subjugating the bajora he is followed up by glenn ducat his uh second in command on the occupation we have captain Riker, captain of the iss enterprise f- uh five which is a v v yes yeah. No bloody I, double I, triple I, or VI here. We have first officer, the captain's woman, Troy. We have tactical officer, Yar. Security enforcer, Data, who is basically just programmed at Riker's command. Almost non-sentient at this point. I, I almost picture him as, um, and I'm forgetting the name. Um, uh, I'll think of it by the time I finish the sentence. The Voyager episode. That's sort of their mirror episode. Um, I'm not thinking of the name, but anyway, where they they create this sort of wrong story with the future copy EMH, and they picture the EMH as being this android. Oh, instead. like the cyborg. Yeah, I think he's a cyborg in that. Yeah. Um, distant voices? No. No, oh, it's I can't remember it. Yeah, anyway, I know what you're talking about, where they reactivate his backup module like 500 years in the future. Yeah, the revisionist history, yeah. blah, blah, blah. No, I can see that. Yeah, it's... it's. Well, I think we agreed that he, as as Daniel put, oh, he's got the damage yeah. 
on one side, like from first contact and they just never repaired it. And his other eye is like red, not Mr. Sinister red. I mean, that's really clear. <laughs> I want to be clear on that, but just red in the pupil. So now we have O'Brien at the con and I, I keep forgetting her name. The Jay. other, um, the Ensign J. Ensign J. 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 A. E. J. A. E. Yeah. Ensign J. She's already got the haircut for it. And then Jordy, we described, had a ring visor that went all the way around his head, and so he could see in 360 degrees. Uh, Leia Brahms was <laughs> the chief engineer. <laughs> I love it. It's like an owl or something. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, there's something in my, and it's not going to help. I'm almost, there's a most like a He-Man villain <laughs> that had that, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Remember. It was, um, I know what you're talking about. And it, like, spun, and it yes, locked on. I've... Yeah, there was, he, that, that is exactly what he looked like. Yes. So, and then Argyle is the uh, assistant engineer who we know is going to be a, is going to be assassinated. Spoilers, spoils. Yeah, <laughs> we're writing the episode. Nothing's spoiling, <laughs> right? So that's where we left off. So no, no, I w- we've said who we've met. So let's just over here. We have our toys that we're playing with. We're just on the side. Remember the toy we haven't picked up yet is Doctor Crusher. Uh, right. We also have a Guinan. Um, they're just letting you know. We'll oh, we have. You also, uh, not to interrupt Darren, but we also have met uh, Deathingston. Oh, yes. Giant. Deathingston, the uh, shark. <laughs> and so, obviously, so Barkley had to replace his mirror counterpart. And so, when he, uh, he basically, you know, I love that scene that you pointed out, Daniel, where, you know, he, he made a very bad plan. And Picard, just to get at Riker, is like, that's a brilliant plan. Go begin its preparations immediately. And Riker's like, what are you talking about? But, uh, yeah, so it'll be uh, Triclops. That's the name of the... (laughs) It was very important that I looked that up. (laughs) Not the Voyager episode title. It was the He-Man villain. No, obviously Triclops. I wish there was a Voyager episode called Triclops. That would be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Triclops the incinerator. So, okay, and then uh, Ro is Obi-Wan style deactivating <laughs> the uh, tractor beam. <laughs> and that's when she's if you co- strike discovered me down, by Jordy. Jordy. Does he have some sort of breathing apparatus? So this is a great cliffhanger his... moment. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I, so no, I, the, yeah, this I, moment, I, you know. I have my resolve for uh, Data Barkley, but I feel like we're at row, so I won't, I'll, I'll let you all figure out. Okay, let's row go to journey. row. Let's start there. So that's where the commercial break comes back, and she's mm. just crawling out of a rushing tube, and Jordy's right there, and he's like, hey, and grabs her, and what? Well, what do you think no, should happen? She, I see I mean, the camera shot. Take him out, but... She, like, she opens up the, the the hatch and like is coming out, and then you just see like right. the pair of boots... And the camera just goes up, and then that's when you see looking up at Jordy with his full ring. <laughs> or what if he he walked past her, and so she's peeking out, and she thinks, "Oh, he walked past me. I can totally step out now." And then he like stops, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, she's!" And he turns around, no, and he's no, like, no, fool. Yeah, so this is it. Does, does this ruin? Can he monologue every... the entire time? He's like, "Cool, this... my visor gives me yeah, 360 perfect. degrees was, of vision." I was gonna say this ruins every first-person shooter game. You're like, oh, <laughs> the exactly. This pass. Is... Yeah. Oh shoot, so she's, can see me. she's sneaking around, right? And she gets out of she gets out of the tubes, <laughs> yeah. and she's she crouched, and then and then you know she she peers around the corner, and then. And then sneaks back because she hears Jordy walk, and then she sees him walk by, and then she thinks, oh, no big deal. I'll take this pipe and hit him over the the back of the head with it, right? So she's like, 
It's a GNDN <laughs> pipe, right? The tube. There's a pipe in the tube. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, the pipe says GNDN, obviously. So she's like comically like sneaking up behind him, and like every time he stops, she stops, and then like hides behind something. He's just and he's messing just with her because he obviously not, can see. Is this like we're we're gonna invite Ron Jones back for this music? It's like do 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 do. And then and then he like hits a button on the console and traps her in a in a in a shield or something. <laughs> A death shield, obviously, is what they're called in this. That's all I had. I just thought that's funny. <laughs> okay, so he he traps her, and he's like, he's got a monologue like all the time. So he's like, foolish human, <laughs> you know. Well, even though he's now, human too. I, I'm not trying to make it more complex, but does he have like the side <laughs> all the way around his <laughs> ring? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah, it's, it's going yeah. all the way around, and now uh, now now, Darren, what was it you were or had had brought up an earlier point? Or was it one of our listeners? Would Jordy exist in this universe? That's true. Our, uh, Aaron Harvey, after listening to our last episode, commented that in uh, which it's not it's not a mirror. In, it, he commented that because Jordy was born blind, would this universe accept him and and actually give him an apparatus to see, or they would just be like, Psh, "You're not perfect." Oh, which, like I, I don't know. I mean, I will say. I will say for backstory, his parents are very powerful. Like, um, and the fact is, if they have the ability to make him into some sort of weapon, of course. So how about then? Do it. Maybe he is like cyborg. Then it's not just like his visor is like actually integrated into Ooh. his body, and he can't take it off, and it always causes him <laughs> and, pain. Uh, <laughs> he, he's a Cylon, and he's been <laughs> oh my the entire time. <laughs> so yeah, I like that. So, robotic Jordy. Robo Jordy, which makes him, and, you know, he doesn't have a friend because Data's not, you know, that's why. That's why he's not the chief engineer, because he, that Leia will be, like, calling him, like, toaster (laughs) the whole time, because he's (laughs) being put upon for his cyborg, you know, abilities, and so he's, he has a chip on his shoulder. It's a microchip, because he's a robot. (laughs) Oh, and maybe only full humans can receive chief engineer ranks. Positronic so, ceiling, right. even it's, it's for the positronic uh, ceiling. For organics, I guess. Huh? <laughs> so, are we going to resolve this encounter with Roe? Well, what is Roe's reaction? So, I, I like how like there's some sort of like the Enterprise V has sort of like you know you know like an encounter. You press a button, and it helpfully tells you, "Hey, Commander Riker's this way." Next right. But, um, but on the Enterprise V, they just have like paralysis fields just randomly placed throughout the hallway. <laughs> Every 10 like, feet is a paralysis field button. Just, she's just frozen. So, okay, and maybe this is a little too soon to use one of our trump cards, but but this makes sense, right? Because of the relationship we know that, that Guinan and Ro have uh, in, the, in our universe, what if, and we know that Guinan universe, can okay. kind of sense through universes, and maybe she's like not a bartender, but she's treated like a really poor Neelix, on this enterprise so she's just like a slave in the kitchen that's pretty poor because i mean relix wasn't even really treated that yeah. good so. so maybe like she helps ro she comes to the rescue and like i don't know how you would sneak up on a man that can see in 360 degrees but she uses she, well, she drops down hat. from the ceiling obviously oh, you can't see up <laughs> no her her hat is a cloaking device <laughs> <That's> <laughs> or she pulls out a panel on the floor and he drops down through it <laughs> 
So all of a sudden, he just you hear a clank <laughs> and he on, just so falls down. And Guinan's head. We're pulling from the the Acme book of, of traps. <laughs> like, should we? Look, should we draw like a Trump corridor card, okay? on the wall and Here it is. like he runs into it or something? <laughs> Here it is. We've invested so much in how Jordy looks that we've we've you know we've looked at this. He's given his diabolical monologue. Like like what's his reaction to Rogue? Like what what why is it? Does he think? Well, she was sneaking up behind him with a pipe in her hand. Pay attention, Philip. Right, but yeah, but what does he think? Like this person I've never seen before, Mm. Ensign Rando. Right, because he, this, this is this is what I'm going to throw out there. I want us to have like Jordy have his moment because Jordy never has his moments. Let's be honest, and Jordy never just has his, his moment. moment, and he's like, oh, and we're like, oh wow, this is pretty cool. I think Jordy is like almost like a villain. Like maybe he's the main, <laughs> and then <laughs> phaser blast, Argyle kills him, and that's the first assassination. That's awesome. Like, so what if he's like, like, like Darren mentioned earlier, like he's like, he is like the most um, corny, like soaking up the attention. He, he's the got the a villainous yeah, villain he's who's just, just like thinks he's super awesome. He's got a mustache <laughs> and he twirling. literally twirls it. <laughs> that would be good. Okay. And then I, <laughs> he's like, "Well, get you inf- infernal <laughs> creature! I will. You thought you could sneak up on me? Well, and then my, Argyle like steps on his body and he's like, well, no, no, well, he's I've like got- my visor with a Z because obviously, <laughs> right. you know, it lets me see three hundred and eighty degrees all the way around. <laughs> oh man." That's funny. But Argyle kills him, steps on him, and like, well, you're dead now. Oh, but wait. you don't have to take my <laughs> word for it. No. no, no, Argyle, yeah, Argyle steps up next to him, and he's like, oh, Argyle, prepare, you know, a, a tear harness. And then that's when Argyle stabs him. And then as in his death throes, Jordy goes, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Now, of course, he has to kill. You know what it is? He He's so fixed on Roe, the red lights go zoom. He doesn't see the communicator throwing star. <laughs> oh, it's got to be the communicator the throwing star. <laughs> Good shot, Mr. Argyle. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Jordy's dead. <laughs> In the comic so, way possible. And so, I don't know. So, Argyle and Roe will have to be like, you know, he's like, who the heck are you? And, and Roe, I don't know. What does Roe do? Uh, Ro, He's like, thanks for the distraction. Ro puts on you. her smile charm and is going to lull him into a false sense of security before Kirk Foog chopping on the back of his neck. Right. Well, I guess, yeah, somehow they need to go now to main engineering because I don't know if this happened in main engineering. We need to go I'd say this is like a corridor, like a secondary hole corridor. <laughs> right. So, okay. Maybe so, she can be like, like, I don't know, I'm a. How much? It depends how many how much information she's gathered. What what she can play off? Like I'm from whatever the evil well, mirror reflective verse, like intelligent, like the section thirty one of whatever. It, yeah, maybe the the her black ops kind of yeah, like Unitard is is like kind of similar to what Data wears, where it's kind of you know. So they they do have kind of detachments like that, and so he's, he's she's like, an what? auditor. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, <laughs> The Grand Negus will be displeased. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, okay, so and so basically she, con- yeah, she convinces him that she's this section, you know, 32 agent. 47. Section 47. Yeah. And, and, uh, and to take her to main engineering, because she hasn't disabled the tractor beam yet. Right, so she has to be like something like, ah, yes, well, thank you for dispatching him. Uh, He's, we've been, been having our eye on him, you know, if you know for quite I mean. a while. Um, and- <laughs> yeah, I literally high five. 
<laughs> and then then he's like, "Would you like some of my drink?" And um, then they, oh, he's a raving drunk, of course. <laughs> the gin, yeah. Um, but, it's but green. Somehow, yeah, somehow they go to main engineering, and he gets like fold to her, meets Leah Brahms. I mean, we're skipping the exposition here, but but it's like, oh right. wow, it's evil engineering, and like it actually goes the other the warp way. Warp core is red I don't know. instead of blue. <laughs> it's double <laughs> it's antimatter red. for more no, power. Or they would just be reversed, just to be silly. <laughs> and then okay so she's in engineering and she sees like the spectacle of it and it's just you can tell the look on her face that she's like i have no idea what but control i need to find and then we cut back to no no, no, we already barkley Barkley was where we were last so we have to cut to wharf yeah so where's war okay got it cut to wharf unless unless he were just like he's just there the whole time and we'll come back at the end to him um i'd say I mean, we can cut back to Worf, but we need a reason to. Well, maybe he has a really good idea that they have to shoot down. <laughs> <laughs> no, in this one, they'll take all of his ideas. That's the mirror. Um, what if... Okay, well, what if someone's approaching the shuttle, and so he's going to have to dispatch someone? I like how like when they come back at the end, there's just this pile of bodies that Worf is... <laughs> That's not suspicious. Knocking no, no. out people... No, he's, no, we can fast forward to like the very end though, like when they get back on the shuttle, he's like, wait, I have to unload something. And he opens up like every storage <laughs> compartment and it's like just full of bodies, <laughs> and just shoves them out the door. Now, should there be, and, and I was I running whole, out of room. We haven't really put this into context really yet. So I guess we've already put Ducat on the ship, but what if like somebody else is coming aboard in the shuttle bay and we're, and we're cutting there because Worf has to kind of sneak around and. Like maybe maybe Damar or somebody's getting aborting the the Enterprise or something. Well, who? Well, a Worf's purpose, and this is just can be just to be our excuse to watch these people. So like maybe he's having to like secret himself because he's still injured, and so we see because because a lot of this we're just seeing because of our character. So we're seeing Barclay's experience, seeing Ro, right? And like, hey, I'm interested in how this mirror universe works. What's the mission? And so the only way we can see that is if someone sees it. Building for us, yeah. And so he's just watching as like Intendant Picard, you know, greets. Glenn Ducat, you know, in the shuttle bay, and we could see more of what the impending mission is because, right, we're going to stop all the somehow. fighters are preparing for assault on Bajora. Right, theoretically, we're supposed to stop them, right? I guess at the end of this episode. So, but like, so we're building the submission of like, you know, either maybe like I don't know, Riker's trying to fix some double cross with Ducat to take out Picard or something like that. I don't know, but there's just a whole bunch of stuff going on that Worf watches. <laughs> oh, I have a I have a great idea for the end on how they get out. So but I'm I'll, thinking I'll like Worf is peeking through the shuttle bay the shuttle bay cockpit, right? And uh <laughs> and he sees Picard standing there and and Ducat comes comes out and he's like uh he's like oh, this 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 uh I guess he wouldn't say space station basically doing the role reversal from uh Return of the Jedi with uh with the captain there and he's like <laughs> This mission will be fully <laughs> operational. <laughs> Anyways, but it doesn't matter. He's like, the intendant is coming here? Yes, and he is less <laughs> than forgiving I. than I am. <laughs> okay, so Worf's kind of scoping out what's going on. Yeah, we don't have to be specific. Yeah. Stuff happens. We're like, oh my god, this place is a really amazing, evil place. Yes. I sure hope we stop this terrible thing that's going to happen to the Bajora and possibly the universe by the end of this next 20 minutes. 
Well, okay, I'll tell you guys my, my thought, ending thought of how they, they... So they go, at some point in the end, they go to warp, and they have to get out of warp so they can escape in their shuttle. And what if they find an emergency third nacelle separation <laughs> command? Wait, hang on, do they get to and, surf on the third nacelle out of warp or something? <laughs> well, awesome. no, but it's like it... it but it disengaging in warp is obviously very bad and like critically damages the ship. Uh, so I think, that's or hilarious. so, um, yeah, okay, that works. No, no, that works. <laughs> I was gonna, so okay, so, so I'm we still cut- on your, I'm still on your surfing <laughs> and skateboard. Like, does this just turn into we can, um, we can surf the warp star field stream. that's generated by the third. Ugh. Nacelle as it as we coast out into our own gut. I know, just wanted to turn not? into Trek Steve. <laughs> why suddenly, not? It just turns into animation and they're surfing <laughs> on the nacelle. He pushes a button and you see these like explosive bolts just go like and the whole thing just lifts off. And you see Lieutenant Picard looking out the window, just like mouth agape. He's like, uh And Warp is like, I'll simulate this, it'll make sense later. So okay, so back to Barkley. He's still being scruffed the neck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he. They just got to the uh, science or mission station five or room five or whatever, and and Data's like shoves him in the room. Uh, do we need to meet another well, character? Well, this well, okay. Well, I will say again, Beverly, Beverly's still out there. Now this okay. is my idea. Now we've just seen him, so maybe this won't work because we can cram him too much. I was almost going to think that you know Data's about to like, even though he's really like you know automaton data doesn't really have much personality but maybe he's about to be like you know discover that something's amiss or barkley's just trying to explain it and he can't explain it. he's like oh, i'm going to be discovered and then intendant picard comes and sort of like stops him from data from like you know squeezing barkley's head off um <laughs> and like dismisses him and then that's when picard says i know you're not the real barkley why why is picard discovering this and not killing him because he wants to use him against Riker. Oh, okay, okay. To take so, out because remember, all this is about taking out. Your let's other say people. Data is smart because every time you got a smart villain, it's really good. So Data starts to ask him questions, and he starts to question him, and we start to get into territory where things that because Barclay oh, wouldn't know. Riker has no. ordered him to. Hang on, remember. Okay, I have a better one. Yeah. And you can say it's terrible, and it won't be a better one. But what if Data is super under undercover for Picard the whole time? He's actually working for Picard. Oh, like Picard has a dead man switch, and and he actually has ultimate Ex- control in, exactly. in the Prozatronic net. Okay, it's like the B four thing. <laughs> it just what if what if Barkley accidentally <laughs> says a release <laughs> command. That activates that part of Data's program. Okay, so he basically frees him, or it, some clumsy whatever knocks off the restraining bolt that Data has on him, or whatever. <laughs> uh, does that mean? And and this is going to make me wee a little. Does that mean we're going to make this episode end like Mara Mara, except instead of Spock, you're going to have Data being the one charged with changing his universe? Yes, but I feel like Data. I, I kind of want to show how ruthless this data could be, like how like super ultimate powerful data could be used in the wrong. Maybe like the whole message of the episode is uh, ultimate power isn't good no matter what. 
okay, what if Data has like no filters? So basically, if Barkley's not very careful, he could accidentally order him to like so kill it's like the, everyone. It's like the like he it's like the genie complex it. where like be careful it. what you wish for kind of things. So like, oh, Data, right. you know, go pick up this thing on the floor, and he like stomps on a child's face he or something. Literally in a way picks or, it up. You know, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, because some and may, and this maybe just because what you said, you know, about what the theme or message or even one. That the beginning of this whole episode, you know, when it's just the three of them on the shuttle, Barkley or Troy or Worf could be saying something. Troy's where, not here. Oh, I mean, um, uh, Worf, Barkley, and Roe. Something about, like, Barkley is either, like, some incident happened at the conference or whatever, or Barkley wishes, like, oh, I wish I was another person, or I wish I was, like, you, Worf, and Roe. I wish I was, you know, hardier and, and more able to whatever. And so, as we see through this Mary universe about what happens when... When Barkley tries to wish I was uh, more confident, I wish I, you know, yeah, knew what well, to say. To, well, be more ruthless, not ruthless, but sort of that side of assertive. Where, yeah. yeah, and so he sort of has sees the extreme version of that. So by the end of the episode, he's like, "Ah, eh, I'm good." Oh, okay, so so data. Yeah, I like that. So data's in in the room and he's questioning him. So do we want to have either Picard come in and stop him, or Barkley trips some sort of? I'll go, uh, program I'll go with, just because we just saw the card in the prior scene i'll go with daniels yeah so and basically up to this but point th- and i kind of like the running gag theme of basically barkley just stumbles his way out of these problems where like uh he's just like super clumsy and just kind of makes you know just happens to luck out doing the wrong thing at the right time kind of a thing Maybe he just gets so frustrated that you know he's trying to press buttons, he's trying to answer the questions. Right. And he just he just sees something and just like ends up whacking data with it. Um, or what uh, if because Barkley actually knows things about Picard that obviously this Picard would never tell other people. So thus the, he says the ship bottling. <laughs> okay, there you go. The ship bottling. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. So he but he says something and it and it triggers data into like you know Sleep. input command mode. <laughs> yeah, <pretty sleep. clears throat> uh, and so and I like how I like how Livingston of... is Picard's rosebud, probably. <laughs> Password Livingston. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No one. Yeah. No one actually knows records. the name of the shark. <laughs> Doctor, was it? Um, Livingston, I presume. Yeah. Like, yeah. I met um, his archaeology friend. Oh, so uh, Galen. Come on, Doctor Galen. Yeah. So, from your favorite episode. Yes. So then, okay, so he, he Data's now in, you know, input mode, and you yeah. see him kind safe of, mode. you know, relax, and his eyes, yeah, in, <laughs> in safe mode. Well, and he's Would you like to restart like your whole... Android in safe mode? <laughs> I see but because this is problems. mirror universe, uh, not, not safe mode, is this uh, danger, danger mode? mode? Danger mode. He's going to kill him. Danger <laughs> mode. <laughs> Highway to the danger mode. <laughs> awesome. um, so, so what command is Barkley going to give Data? Well, that no, hang on, hang on. His eyes awry. have to change to blue instead of red. <laughs> Obviously, blue screen of death. Although green, if it's Data, right? The one we know. Um, but like, I feel like we've had a little too much exposition. But this can be a little more where Barkley's asking questions about like, uh, how do I, you know, do this? Right. Or how do I get out here? Well, he has Data's to kind of been lassoed of truth, and he basically is just answering everything. Well, Barkley has to use him to figure out how they're going to get home. Okay, because so, he's is- like Data, research hypothetical, uh, you know, prove particle, whatever, whatever, you know, like how are Using, we going to get back? Yeah, what can the what can the Enterprise V do? 
the resources on the ship to get mm. their shuttle home. So because Rose going to get the, rid of the tractor beam so that the Enterprise can't catch them. Right. Worf Worf's is what, holding down the fort. Right. You know, maybe repairing the shuttle or something. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> um, and but Barkley has to find out the solution of how. Okay. You know, how look? They just don't have plutonium in this universe. It may be common in that other universe, but Being here it's a little hard. Anything you want, but it's a little hard to come by in the Enterprise V. We don't have transparent aluminum in this universe, but so okay. So let's do yeah some tech 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 where Barkley yeah. stumbles upon like oh you have. You know, deadly Maybe they stole something from another... torpedoes that, oh, can be used to open up crew particles. Well, Just... everyone loves the Iconians, so maybe they killed the Iconian society and took some of their technology and they just have it. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, just some. We don't have to name it. Something... It's a MacGuffin, basically. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. oh, that's how we're getting home. Now, how are we going to do it? Okay. Now, and can for comic effect, can it be like the size of a refrigerator? <laughs> Like it's not a small thing. It's this. Is this going to be like, um, like Rom and Quark stealing the cloaking device? <laughs> yeah, where they got to Yeah, they got to get it down. No, but then, and so then, Barkley's like trying to move it, and it's like weighs a he lot. He just makes so data just do it. Data yeah, that's data awesome. Picks it up. <laughs> he just picks it up like it's nothing. No, it's, I'm talking literally the size of a refrigerator, just a big box. And he's just walking down right. the hallway. No, I love that. And then like he sees another crew member come. He's like, "Data, put it down." And they're like. <laughs> Yeah, crew member walks by. They just, they just lean up against it. <laughs> they check the time. Data, tell him to go away. Go Data. away. <laughs> Data, act casual. <laughs> I'm sorry. Order. I can't. Accepted. I don't know that uh, that command phrase. Please re-request. Okay, so he's heading towards the shuttle bay. Whatever to now, plug it again, in. I'm going to say one more time, Doctor Crusher. Okay. Well, uh, let's let's. Um, Okay, what, what can we do something with the fact that Jordy was just killed? You know, I was thinking Dr. that, Crusher. like maybe uh, Argyle would call down Crusher so she could. <laughs> Dr. Crusher, oh no, Data or Jordy <laughs> fell onto my throwing star. <laughs> he fell down five times. <laughs> he fell down and the she stairs. Rub, you know, she rubs her black no gloves together and says, ooh, more experiments. But I feel like that's not enough to give her to do. So I feel like she should have some role, some <laughs> important role. Uh, maybe, maybe Gates is directing this episode. We could have Roe try to get to Crusher to get to Worf so that he's okay to leave for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. Like, he's really injured and... Well, um, he's repairing the shuttle. Some sparks go sparky, <laughs> spark, spark. You know, rocks come, down, rocks come down from the shuttle. <laughs> he's been hit by... 14, maybe okay. 15 oh, really what small about pebbles. This? Is there anything you can do for him? <laughs> what about this? So Data and Barkley arrive with the device and they they install it and when the, but when they get there they notice that Worf is like in really bad shape and so uh Barkley is going to need to get Worf to the uh the sick base so he has Data now carry Worf like you know like a child and Worf is just I, like no, 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 better idea that. since we're going s- Full on silly at this point. He ooh, puts Worf ooh. on his shoulders and wears a big trench coat and goes down the hose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. What about this? What if a Barkley says, well, we'll just beam him to sick bay? And they look and Data's like, what are you talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, because they don't have transporters. Yeah. They don't have transporters. Um, okay. So there, what well, about. There has to be some sort of uh, thing between the mayor and the real universe characters at some point. Yeah. What if. Um, what if they get like another container, like one of those, 
you know those cylinder containers that look like trash cans that we always saw in the Chicago Bays, and they just put Worf inside one, and Data's now carrying that. Just I don't know. Yeah, it's starting to unravel. Um, <laughs> or they could just, uh, you know, Data could just they could just tell Data okay. to call the Doctor to the shuttle bay. Oh yeah, bring the Doctor here. Obviously, yeah, well, yeah. That's, that makes way more sense, Daniel. Uh yeah yeah. Cause I, or cause what I'm, if well, I, I, we're one little extra joke? So so the way Barkley pronounces it he's like data tell dr crusher to get here on the double uh, this man you know uh, like he's not going to last very long and so then data verbatim says that like it's something like just not that he would normally say so he's like get here yeah he's like data get here on the double guys you know. this, is, this has got an idea and, and gates i'm sorry so they call <laughs> dr crusher dr crusher comes it's Wesley. <laughs> oh. oh, that would actually be a cool idea. Like maybe Doctor Crusher died at some uh, point, and Wesley, you know, followed because she because he what killed her. Ja- Whoa, okay. I was gonna say, what if Jack was still alive? But we're way past that point. If we wanted to do that, we would have had to do that already. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's Wesley, and that's the big twist because people are totally expecting. Uh, I like that. Uh, that's Beverly cool. That's a cool up. twist. I like it. That's. I'm saying, yeah, Gates, Gates, if you're listening, you directed the episode. Oh, what if when he calls for her, Ogawa answers and said, sorry, Dr. Crusher is is indisposed at the moment, but I'll let them know. Like, it has to be something that's without a pronoun. Right. But basically, like... No, they could just just say medical emergency to the shuttle, you know, to the main fighter squadron bay, and then, uh, you know, that's it. And five minutes later, they show up. That's kind of what they do normally. Well, and, yeah, I mean, we I think it's important to keep somewhere like the Dr. Crusher name. So we're sure. like expecting okay, yeah, it, right. just, but then, yeah, just yeah say, we don't, we don't know. Yeah, Barclay's like, like I hope your Dr. Crusher is as good as ours. And then yeah. he's like, Oh yes. Dr. Crusher is well renowned or very, yeah, skilled. exactly. The smartest doctor. He's like, ever. would you like me to recite Dr. Crusher's service <laughs> record? You know, he's like, no, 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 no. It's like, he data has been talking his ear off. So, okay. So then Dr. Wesley shows up and okay but it's Worf. i mean he's gonna he's gonna notice well, we have, it's a Klingon. we have data now working for barkley so what if data like he data well, or barkley programs data to spin some sort of story like we've captured this alien don't forget you guys know. he's he, he's barkley i mean he is well barkley so roe has he, to hide he, he may evil Barkley may have this reputation. Well, Ro oh, yeah, is right. here. Sorry, Ro yeah, is yeah. still in main engineering. Evil yeah. Barkley may have his own reputation that Barkley. Oh, remember, yeah. he's supposed to be playing. So Barkley and Data, need to rely should, on Data. They're okay to be there. There's no <laughs> Barkley's yeah. right, and they just order yeah. him to. Barkley's in freedom. The their Barkley is in charge of the shuttle bay, so it makes total sense that he's there. And then this right. is going to be Barkley's time to really sh- not not. He's not going to stumble out of this. He's going to man up and be evil Barkley in this one. He gets so, yeah, slap Wesley. He's going to play the role. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and he's like, what the heck? Stop shut, asking shut questions. Up, you're lucky you're even on this ship. <laughs> Maybe I ought to do to you what I did to your mother and father. Maybe and we should just stick, it, stick with father, just, just to avoid the unpleasant connotations. <laughs> <laughs> He's I like, killed Wesley, my son. Or no, he's like father. It's like <gasps> maybe one too many twists. Okay, so they order Doctor Wesley Crusher to uh, treat this fix, Chewbacca. Treat, treat this, yeah, treat this uh, alien, and he does. And then they gotta knock him out. Um, 
No, well, I don't know. Well, we can do something. We can something, yeah. I mean, well, at this point, while he's treating him, <laughs> no, let's go back to Roe. We gotta you get knock him out. There's like 12 people <laughs> in this shuttle bay behind the store who have been knocked okay, out. Okay, okay. So so we go back to Roe, and she's in main engineering. There's Leia Brahms there. I feel they, like Leia is going to be a very impressive character. We're going to find her very commanding, um, evil, but commanding. So like, think um, the uh, Romulan commander in uh, Troy's Romulan episode. Oh, uh, face of the enemy. Yeah, face of the enemy. So it's yeah. kind of like in that mode. That's how yeah. Leia is going to be. So maybe they're like the they. She is the one who designed the warp engines, but by the Terran Empire law, like she has first rights to be the chief engineer. And like so- no one can touch her engine. Like, I, if you get too close and you leave your, put your hand on the handrail, like, she shoots you. Mm-hmm. Like, she's really possessive over it. Because I feel like, and I don't know, this this is just a suggestion, that, you know, Ro feels like she, maybe she can work with her to try to figure out, you know, not like... trying to figure out why, what's different about her. Like, there's not really anything that's standing out. Right, but I mean, I feel like, she feels like she can work with Leia to maybe get what she wants and, you know, then leave. But that at the end, where she, she's like, maybe I can reach her, maybe I can reach her... But Argyle ends up helping her by killing Leia so he can become chief engineer. <laughs> two people in one Secretly, episode. he is the most Good ruthless, you, most impressive character. He's just, we're just now starting to see the ascent. Is he going to be the character oh, yes. at the end that we see is like, oh, this would be the perfect. At the end system. of the, he is Kaiser. <laughs> at the end of the episode, somehow through all the people he killed he and all of the uh, actions of our characters, he comes in possession of data. And that will be the end of what oh. happens in the universe. He gets the access codes <laughs> to uh, Data. It's um, Frerejaka. You sing Frerejaka, <laughs> Data's yours. Well, that's no, see, because um, if we're to believe um, uh, other people in this network, um, Argyle can walk through any part of the ship, look through the peepholes. And so he's been watching. He's how got Barclay a secret took- uh, yeah. Jeffrey's tubes everywhere. Yes. And gin, gin machines. Um, and so gin stills. And so he's been seeing, like, he has, you know, some sort of like room where he's monitoring everything. And so he's seeing how they've taken data. Oh, over. he's got like a monitor room. That would be cool. That'd be kind of like freaking yeah, too. Just, it's like, oh my gosh. Plays the drunk, but he really isn't. Oh. He stops limping so he at goes, the end of the okay. episode. So no, what he does is he crawls through the tubes and then he comes out into stellar Ooh. cartography. And all that screen oh, is just different monitors of the of the ship. Or okay, so it's, it's that size of stellar cartography. But what if this is a secret room? And there's one of them on every ship. That's a section forty seven room, and he somehow got access. He killed. To it. He killed the original so, section forty seven member. Hang on. Beverly oh, Crusher. Oh, my goodness. Killed right. dad. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, there we go. Oh, man. <laughs> this is going to be a great for the novel verse, the so, Argyle yeah. series. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like that. So so every, because he's the, you know, the secret police. So, of course, they have their own, you know, spying base on every ship that only they can access that most of the crew don't even know exist. Uh, you know, the, the deck above, people are like, why is this floor so high? And the deck below, people are like, why is our <laughs> ceiling so low? And, it's, you know, I don't know, it's something there. <laughs> you know, fourth computer core. But, okay, so he, but let, but he breaks her to that room thinking she's section 47. And that's where she finds, like, the easy controls to, like, disable the tractor beam. I like and, how they're literally you know, called easy do her controls. espionage stuff. <laughs> it's like, it's just yeah, one b- yeah. big red button. Burp. Boop. That was easy. <laughs> yeah. 
That was easy. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> like the so staples it's button? Called the, yeah, yes, it's called exactly. the plot convenience room, I think is what we'll... Uh... <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> okay. And so, then, uh, so let's say, okay, so then Ro plays her part, and she starts to put these thoughts in his mind of like, yes, like you need to start taking more active role in this ship. <laughs> There's uh, one man just, can change history, Argyle, and that man is <laughs> No, no, no. I'm not talking for good. I'm talking like she's stoking his ego so that he is going to start his coup against the ship. And she, well, at this point, uh, they don't have, she doesn't know about data. Well, maybe she does. But they're going to basically give him, well, would, would our characters still give data no, and that power so. to? I think uh, it has to happen accidentally. Okay. Let's say... You know, at the um, end, it's like they leave and they've left data on like command receive mode. Yeah, oh, like the it's like Cupid's potion. The first person you see, you will follow their orders. <laughs> He's still in danger mode. <laughs> danger mode. Or maybe they leave him. They think they leave him in standby mode, and then after they leave, they hear a a, a sound come out that's something like activating backup uh, input mode, like searching for command structure. Like they deleted the whole command structure from his template, so he doesn't know who to follow. And then Argyle's the one who finds him. I just love that, like you just had him like go and stand by. All I could picture was like because of my age, the screensaver with the flying toaster <laughs> data because you left him alone. Those are on his eyes. If you look closely, they're just the flying do, toaster do, eyes. Uh, do androids dream of flying toasters? Anyway. I guess I don't know. <laughs> when left alone for up to five minutes. Um, okay, uh, I don't know. Flying Toaster's eyes got a close uh, run for the episode <laughs> title right now. Because <laughs> all right, so I feel like we've kind of got the strings of how they can get home. Blah blah blah. Rose, yeah. Gonna get so the he's got the device. Rose is turned but off the tractor. We don't know how are they going to stop this big old bad thing mission, Bajora mission, Intendant Picard. You know, Golden right. Cut. Okay. How is that going to be? stopped well either a when they separate the third estelle it does irreparable damage to the ship uh or they could do something more direct well because uh, i feel like roe her personality um not that she's she's bad but she's gonna be very mission centric we gotta get home we gotta get home we gotta get home it's not our right. fault with this universe and does. barkley is more like well we can't let them do this like he's been in that briefing he saw what they were going to do so he's gotta have you know like it can be like maybe you know we have we're almost in the last act, and it's like, okay, every all the pieces are in place. We right. just got to boom, 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 and go home. Barkley's like, wait. Yeah. We have to save the Bajora. He has From a crazy mission. plan. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Guys, up, shop, 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 But this doesn't shop, seem... Shop, shop, shop. And it fades. This doesn't seem right that Barkley... I mean, it would seem that Roe would be the one that would be trying to convince him to be the one. Because, you know, well, she's Bajoran. So it would seem that, like, she would be the one being like, these are my people. There's a time clock. If they don't get home, if they don't go back within X hours Maybe or minutes. Maybe she's, she's rationalized in her head that she's disconnected. She's like, okay, this that's isn't fair. my universe. Like, I don't owe these that's... people. And it, like, she's had to put that wall there so that she doesn't feel too much. She's like, I've seen this universe. Nothing about this is like ours. She's pretty yeah, practical. We can't, I can, we can't I can do anything to help these people. Yeah. And the time clock helps, you know. To chronometer or whatever. Like yeah, that. those true particles have a half life of like <laughs> ten hours, forty minutes, forty two minutes <laughs> with commercial <laughs> with commercial breaks. <laughs> so, but the, yeah, but I, but I like it that Barkley's the one who insists because he saw the mission plan and he he knows what is in store for that planet. So they're on their way to oh oh 
what if we crash the ship into Terraknor? Because they're oh, on their way to Bajora. Cool. I like that. I like that. Or at least the third, or at least so, they're sailing the third nacelle into, into. <laughs> because, well, now, I think honestly, if they can time it right, that they eject the third nacelle and the ship coming out of warp crashes into, they're like, this is going to be really bad. And they're going to crash it into the, uh, and we just get this awesome ooh, explosion. Ooh, ooh. Well, I think, well, I, th- I think the only thing you have to do is that Barkley doesn't want everyone to die. So. He would do that, but only if it's like he does something where like, oh, no, do, 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 you know, warp core explosion. And so they all evacuate. You have escape pods going out because maybe we mentioned earlier that the Enterprise V is the most advanced starship. This is like the ship. This is literally. Or the what if they ship. all get in the attack fighters or something? No, no. Yeah. So, I mean, they can't all die. But yeah, they, they escape. OK. Yeah. OK. But but OK. But yeah, so that's the true. last. So that's what happens at the end. Right. They're just going to kill then, everyone on the station. You know, we see this big explosion, <laughs> and then everybody, everybody's in their escape pods and stuff. And as a result of this explosion, the wormhole opens for the first time. Oh. <laughs> just setting it up for our next episode Ooh. just to see what happens. Wait, is this what it is? Are they about to complete, finally, Terok Nor so it becomes a massive weapon to destroy the Bajora? And so, <laughs> you know, they come out, and you're like... That's no moon. That's Terok Nor. <laughs> and it's like this Terok Nor is about to come online. So no one's on it. A skeleton crew. Just contractor. Subcontractor yeah. too. Yeah, so, they, they, and even, so they eject they eject the third nacelle. Yeah. And then they they're flying away. Terok Nor is like super pointy and daggery and you know, really bad. I mean, it already and it's, is, to it's, be honest. You know, it's basically the super weapon to decimate. But then, w- because of the explosion of the Enterprise V, uh, the wormhole opens, but it's right there. So, literally, the waves of the wormhole opening, like, wash over Terraknor, and it just vanishes. So, we can be, you know, in our minds, we can think, did it go through the wormhole? Are they still alive? So, we're not thinking they're dead. But imagine if the, you know, if they were literally parked right next to the wormhole, not knowing it's there. But, yeah, either way. Either way, it's destroyed. And the Bajora are saved for, for now. slightly, yeah. and and then all the lifeboats are landing, and the Bajoras are you know pissed. And, and well, in the frantic of the evacuation, the shuttle can leave. Then, yeah, yeah, and it and it's using the combined explosion because when Roe is doing her trying to lower the tractor beam plan, she instead goes to plan in for nacelle and that's when she decides well, forget tractor beam i'm doing third nacelle she get finds out there's an easy button to dis- yeah. <laughs> to yeah. disengage the third nacelle yeah so okay and then our heroes are coming back home and is that it they make it no they die that's uh oh, no yeah they make it but- <laughs> no it doesn't make any sense <laughs> so argyle okay. and data have any some loose ends i think villainous uh well what's what happened with dr crusher he could be the one that has a beard. Yeah, that makes sense. Especially how we know uh, Will yeah. Wheaton now. Yeah, it looks like now. Yeah. So I don't know. And then, yeah, so they're all, like, maybe Picard is stuck in Riker's escape pod and they're yelling at each other. <laughs> I don't know. It's a freeze frame ending moment. <laughs> it's, 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 now, it's when they get home, there has to be some coda to the episode. Okay, after you the, know, uh, the other the in sick bay, Warp is there, Dr. Beverly Crusher huh? <laughs> uh, is there at the end. You know, she's sort of like the wharf of yesterday's Enterprise. You know, she's just there at the end. You're like, oh, I'm back in the normal universe. There's Beverly. Okay. Right. Um, and so she's fixing wharf. Uh, Roe and Barkley are... Oh, know. what if when they're approaching the Enterprise, 
they're coming from beneath and so they as they're like swinging around then they see that there's not a third nacelle like it's not because for a moment they're unsure but go ahead back back to once they've landed it's a it's a nice idea but uh there's gonna be one eventually they have sensors so what what i'm saying for the audience i know i know no because when they went through the plasma tachyon tetrion die by particle thing and knocked out their sensors yeah Uh obviously did have you ever visual flight only that's right okay that's what happened the last time yeah it's true (laughs) okay all right all right all right so but back to what you're saying philip so they're on board yeah but hang on but can we keep can we keep let's keep keep the the wharf surprise party and (laughs) and it's the very end of the episode (laughs) and they bring it to him in sick bay is that what it is (laughs) No, but Roe and Barkley were like the entire episode. Like one of the tiny they were in on it that there was, was that they knew it was his surprise party, and they tr- they had to try to get him back on time for his surprise <laughs> birthday party. Oh, so- <laughs> okay, so they're so they're back, and they're let's say they're not in shuttle. Like they, he's been discharged from his from the uh, from the sick bay, and they're going back into his quarters. And then it does it just play out like the like that part of the episode anyway. Or Troy just comes in and wait, that's that is No, how about like how about yeah, he 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 gets discharged from the sick bay and Barkley and Roe are like meeting him up on the way to to his quarters and they're like, right. Man, what a crazy adventure we had. This is <laughs> wild. What the heck? And they're like, Hey, let us take you to let's go to Ten Forward and we'll get you a drink, Worf. And they go there, and then it's surprise. Yes. Well, there has to be some <laughs> sort of stuff. line for Barkley where he he says something half-heartedly assertive. You know, Morph's like, "I do not feel like partying," and he's like, or he's like, "Lieutenant, it's time for a party," or something. That's that's not what you want to do, but something assertive yeah. where he sort of convinces Morph. Like, it's time to let your hair down, Lieutenant. He convinces Report the Klingon. Report to ten forward, Lieutenant. Yes. And then he remembers that Warfare does, but him. well, because Barkley doesn't outrank him. No, he doesn't. But. No, no, he doesn't. He's, and he's like, he's, I'm joking. He's a, like, he's, don't he's, let me, don't let me tell, don't make me talk to, to Data. No, no, he said, well, yeah, no, he has to do something in his like evil Reg voice to Warf of like, you know, blah blah blah, and then like, or or he says it, and he's like, he's like touching his com badge, like he's gonna throw it. Or they set up Data. To do this, and they like have data go pick up Worf, and like he can flash his eye red because he's data, and they're like, Data, go and intimidate him and just joke around with him. Uh, and that'd be funny. Yeah. Something cute oh, right. with Barkley and Worf happens at the end involving a birthday yeah. party. Oh, man, guys, that was a great mirror episode. Was it? Or two. I mean, we had we two. had yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it was special. It was special. Uh, <laughs> this does not make me think of you, Worf. <laughs> but no, that was a lot of fun pulling all those moments, encountering these characters. You know, I can see why they didn't write a episode. <laughs> That's why people generation. That we've shown you why. You know, they probably had a whole, uh, you know, story session in the writer's room and it pretty much <gasps> went like this. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm sorry. I know we just passed this part, but I just realized how to make it all connect. Okay. So, in, I don't know how we establish it in the mirror universe, but at some point we kind of get a shot of that ridiculous hand chair that Worf has in his quarters <laughs> in the mirror universe. 
And that's what Roe and Barkley get him for his surprise birthday party. That's the connection. That's the joke. Like, haha, look at this creepy chair you get. Except for he wouldn't have quarters in the mirror universe. Because he doesn't exist. Oh, yeah, you're right. I just thought chamber. it would be fun. Yeah. I know. Let's okay. say, let, I, I, I think Barkley, it'd be funnier Barkley's if that like, chair was in Intendant Picard's room. <laughs> just no. for no reason. It's like, why is this chair here? Barkley's like, uh, Lieutenant, and I, I did leave you a present in your room. I think you'll enjoy it. And then Warp goes in, and it's Death Inkston. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shark in a... <laughs> <laughs> and he smiles uh, he's like mm. uh, <laughs> of course he never met death Inkston, but yeah <laughs> oh yeah but i can definitely see how the writers would be like you know that was a great afternoon talking but no let's go with uh, something else <laughs> um but. look i think we will have this thing about a candle and um <laughs> you know okay guys we spent like a whole day so we got like 30 minutes to come up with the actual story for this week's episode um dr crusher candle and uh you know scotland okay good done let's go done we could crank that out uh you know in the afternoon well finishing our mirror universe episode of star trek the next generation it's not the only thing we're talking about here on trek fm this week here's a list of what you may have missed elsewhere on the network previously on trek.fm the 602 club you know, I think part of it has to do with, yeah, and that is a good point. You know, you could uh, draw maybe more of a parallel between Roger Moore and Cary Grant than you could Cary Grant and Sean Connery. Literary Treks. One of my issues I had with this whole series is if, you know, as a graphic novel, is I was expecting one continuous story. And each chapter was an issue that was separate from each other. Meta Treks. Wait, your your idea of rising rise is like Fairhaven. Yeah, I, I like the I like the quiet, peaceful. I mean, every time I watch one of those, I don't want to see episodes. those Fairhaven uh, characters in bikinis. I'm sorry. Women at warp. The only way that she can get through the trauma is remembering what her real story is, and that's getting this puppy home and taking care of it. <laughs> I wish that Captain Jeremy Nelson said, "Let's get this puppy home." <laughs> <laughs> And that's what else is happening on Trek.fm. You can listen to every show on the network at Trek.fm with links for iTunes, streaming services, and a direct download link. This week of Earl Grey is brought to you by Audible.com. This is a great way for you to read all of the books you want to read but never have time for. Audible is always expanding with over 150,000 titles to choose from. There are classics, current bestsellers, and famous Star Trek books like Prime Directive and Federation. Audible has something for everyone. Now, as a Trek FM listener, you can get a free audiobook of your choice along with a 30-day trial to try out Audible yourself. So give it a try today. Catch up on all those classic Star Trek books you've yet to read. To support Trek FM, visit audibletrial.com slash trekfm and sign up today. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash trekfm. Thank you, Audible, for supporting Earl Grey and Trek FM. If you are a weekly listener and would like to directly help Earl Grey, please consider becoming a patron of Trek FM. At patreon.com slash trekfm, you can choose a pledge level and receive rewards for becoming a Trek FM patron. You'll be inside the observation lounge of our network, able to participate in our monthly patron roundtable podcasts, and supporting the production of all of our great content. We would like to take this moment to thank our current patron associate producers, Stephen Boyd and Ron Sarna. Thank you for supporting Earl Grey. Connect with other Trek FM listeners on our Facebook discussion group called The Babel Conference. 
found through the Facebook search field or like the facebook.com slash trekfm page for show updates and announcements. The network is also on Twitter at trekfm. So Daniel, when you're not coming up with ways to fit Worf's chair in every scene, <laughs> where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at one of Dan. That is the number one, not the word. And Philip, when you're trying to reprogram your Android, what, what, uh, what, how can people get tips, you know, for getting past that blue screen of death? Uh, they can find me on Twitter. My handle there is NC public servant. That's NC for not caring about your rank because like Argyle, <laughs> both of you days are numbered. And if someone wants to talk to me about how the third nacelle is the best nacelle, <laughs> they can talk to me on Twitter under username Dr. Sci-Fi. That's D-R-S-C-I-F-I. I mean, I consider you the third nacelle of this podcast, Aaron. Aw, <laughs> oh, are they sharpened to razor points? Because that's the only way to go. All right. Well, this was a lot of fun. Maybe we'll visit this universe again. Maybe we'll make a new one because, you know, Daniel hates those revisits. But either way, uh, it's been a lot of fun talking about this what-if rewrite parallel, whatever this episode is. But till next time, live long and prosper. Engage. <laughs> Fire. Long live the Empire. 